You're listening to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number 19. Welcome to the best 20 minutes of natural health education and enlightenment on the web today. This is the Be Healthy Naturally podcast. Knowledge, empower, and elevate are the keys to living a happy, healthy life. With your hosts, often known as the Dynamic Duo, Dr. Shane Watt, a chiropractic physician, and Liz Watt, a holistic wellness expert. We bring our knowledge and education together to create a new way of thinking to elevate your life and your health. In order for you to live your best life, you have to elevate your learning. We want to welcome Lamont Wilcox to the podcast today. He is a he's the creator of the NAAP system. Do you want to kind of explain who you are and what the system is? Yeah, sure. So, uh, so neuroautoassociative programming is what NAAP stands for, and it's a system that utilizes a uh, the concepts behind the NLP, which is neurolinguistic programming. And people, I think, are more familiar with that for sure. Yeah, that's something that you would be able to find a lot of information about. It's been around since, you know, early 80s, actually, to, to some extent. It's evolved quite a bit. But, but NLP is, is actually uh, the ability to reprogram how the mind functions so, and how it reasons. So we, the basic concept is that the maps of our mind are, and the way that we see this world and the way that we, that we function in this world and respond to this world is based off of the maps of our mind that have been created through our life experiences. And that way of thinking is all we have access to in, because of the way that we think. And so when we have experiences, the way that we respond to those experiences and, and ultimately the way that our brain uses or the parts of our brain that participate in an activity are based off of those maps of our thinking. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to use and apply that in a situation in a, in a neural clinic where we have people that actually have physiological um, struggles from uh, having trauma or car accidents or things that have happened to their head that kind of take it to a different level. So the, N- the NLP side of it is the basis, but because I work with people with such um, severe uh, issues and mental struggles, I've, I've uh, incorporated a lot of science around, a lot of neuroscience that's come to uh, our, our knowledge in the past, you know, four or five and or so years, just, just very recent uh, uh, discoveries because, and there's been a lot. We, we as a, especially our country, uh, back in Obama's uh, time, he recognized and was presented with the statistics around mental illness and the, the exponential path that we were on. And so he created what's called the BRAIN Initiative. And BRAIN is an acronym for, for a description of discovering and learning more about the brain. And we've since put over $950 million as a country into the research around the brain. And so all of the universities, schools, and, and any entity that's studying the brain has been able to get these, these massive grants to help them learn. And so that has created a massive amount of discovery and knowledge and and ability to watch the brain and see how the brain works. And that is now available. There's tons and tons, almost an endless amount of new knowledge around the brain. And so what I do 
with Dr. Oliver is, is we use that new knowledge to create new things that to, to actually do something with what we now know about the brain. And neuro-auto-associative programming is taking what NLP did to reprogram someone to actually help them create or have a deeper understanding of how their own brain works so that they can start to take charge of what's happening in, in their brain. If you, if you talk to anyone who's struggling with any kind of mental thing or, or an addiction or a habit that they can't overcome, they seem, they'll, they'll explain that they're stuck. They, they're not really sure what to do. They can't, it, it's an understanding that they need. It's a new perspective that they need. And so a, a, a typical NLP practitioner would, would um, bring someone in, they would use language to help them have a new perspective about something they're struggling with. So for example, someone who wants to overcome an addiction to smoking, for example, they would help them reassociate the ways that they, they perceive and reason in life, the ways that their brain has set that up so that they could now see it like some similar to someone who doesn't smoke. In other words, their reasoning would change around taking that action and those habits that they have. And then that person would be able to really quite quickly change their behavior because their way of thinking around it has changed. So that person would walk out of the office and have a new perspective that would help them so that they wouldn't have a desire to smoke anymore. Literally oftentimes stopping in that moment from a, from a, a pattern and a habit that has been habitual for 10, 20, and 30 years. Well, something um, like that, how does, how does the mental side of things differ from the physical? Because like smoking can, can be a physical habit as well. Their body, you know, is addicted to it physically. Is, that, is the brain able to overcome that so much that the physical doesn't, doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, that is a great question. So that's part of what we're learning about the brain is the power that the brain has to take over so many physical processes in our brain biochemical responses and and learning and and someone being able to come to a deeper understanding of those particulars around their brain and what it's doing is what is, is a big part of what empowers them to start to make change because so much of what we're experiencing are are rooted in our process in our brain physiological experiences that we have are rooted and and triggered by our brain so for example, someone who has PTSD, that's a really common one. PTSD is also kind of the, the kind of the standalone it's part that starts so many other mental struggles. And right, and it's a big buzzword right now. Everything is just, you know, it's like they have something happen, they get scared. I'm gonna have PTSD from that, you know, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. A, kind of a buzzword now. Yeah, and, and, there's, and so we can have two people that have the same exact experience. Like let's say two, to someone in the military that's in a war and they're in a manhole and they're both have the same exact well, together, right? Yeah, so they have a let, let's say a, a grenade comes into their to their to their uh, foxhole and they both jump out and try to escape, but both are injured, right? And the way that they respond to that now, one of them can walk away and and have this PTSD that really disrupts their life and makes it difficult to have relationships and to keep a job and to stay focused and all these things just really makes their life miserable. And the other person can walk away and not only have a normal life, but even better than a normal life, and even take from that experience something 
that builds and lifts who they are and their capabilities in their mind. And the difference between those two is the preset framework within their mind of how they see this world and how their brain will respond to that world. And then as the brain responds, it creates the, the physiological experience that they then have and therefore affecting the chemicals and all these different balances because people keep looking at what the brain is doing after someone has these mental illnesses and they say, well, the brain this and it does that and it does this. But what's important is what started it? What is it that, what, where did it come uh, from? What's most, people don't think of, most people don't think of the background to get them to that point. Yeah. So, so with your system, does that help them go in and like change these presets then that you're talking about? Is that what it does? Exactly. So that's what I was getting to is that a, a typical NLP practitioner will use that to help somebody change a specific habit, like one type of habit. What I'm doing is I'm using the same concept in NLP to help someone gain a new perspective about the functioning of their brain and their ability to control it. In, in the brain, when you look at the brain, a mental illness looks the same as a, uh, a, an addiction. It is an addiction. It's a confusion in the brain of the reward system. So the brain has this basic reward system that it runs off of. And when someone gets in a perpetual habit that gets them things that they don't really want on a conscious level, their subconscious is caught in a pattern of confused, kind of like a confusion of the reward system. So what this does is it clarifies their reward system so that on a conscious level, they can start to affect their subconscious patterns. Um, and they don't realize um, you're basically getting to the reason of why they're self-sabotaging. Yes. Life. Yes. And that's where self-sabotage comes. It's, it's self-sabotage, but it's really your subconscious sabotaging your conscious. And so then they're not getting along. They're not communicating well. They're not, they're very much not communicating well. <laughs> and then because of that, you have a disharmony. Whenever you have a disharmony, you have downstream effects. Yes, yes. And so, and, and what's amazing about it is that it's a really quick process. So I'll, I'll now quick as in, it's not months, typically. Typically, um, it's, uh, as a matter of fact, oftentimes it's one intensive session. So it might be six to eight hours. Cool. Where someone comes in. So it's, it's not just a 30 minutes or an hour kind of thing. No, no. And, and, and the way I see it is very little can really be accomplished from my perspective in the, that amount of time. But, and, and I take people who, you know, that have uh, ADHD and they're very impatient. And they're like, oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I can sit there for, you know, that, I, I can't sit there for two hours, let alone six or seven. But at the end of seven hours, they're asking for more and they're excited and they can't believe what time it is and the time all just passed and there is no hyp hypnosis involved, but, <laughs> but their brain starts to discover these things that it's wanted so badly for so long that it just starts to take it in. They just love it. It's, it's a, it's a really, I'm, I'm going to say it's a miraculous experience. I, so recently with uh, a client of mine who was, went to serve a two year LDS mission who struggled with the depression and anxiety and suicidal ideation, ideations and, and really was, was too much for them to handle and had to send home. And he came home and he went and did typical therapy and tried all these different things and he said it just didn't make a difference. And I got to go visit with his, uh, his whole family, an extended family and a group that he put together so I could talk to them. 
and he stood up and sh shared his experience and and he said he said I, he goes it changed me so much that i i don't have depression at all i i have hard days every once in a while but not depression i i rarely struggle and i'm excited about life and i have all these goals and things that i'm moving towards and excitement about life and what i'm doing it just completely changed his life and and it really does that for the majority of the people i see and i get to see people with some pretty severe uh severe struggles and um it, yeah it is it is really powerful so how did you come up with this whole concept like what's your background a little bit yeah so um i i actually this is something that i kind of self-discovered i uh, I had a lot of, of people in my life and struggles that I had and people that were close to me that had some really quite severe uh, mental personality disorder and mental struggles and illnesses and had tried all kinds of things with medications and therapies and, and you know, all kinds of the things that most people would think the of. standard stuff. Yeah. And, and I, I, ran into this concept of neuro-linguistic programming and i started to study into that and it just it just sat really really strong and i have a very uh, a very high uh what do i call it a, a very high level of fulfillment when with feeding my curiosity so i became i started to research really well and, and really really get into the research to the point where i started to understand my brain enough that I switched my own way of thinking to the point where I was able to break break out of my normal, you know, living of a nine to five job, um, let go of that, start a small business so I could make a bunch of money so I wouldn't have to work as much. I made a bunch of money in a really short period of time doing something completely different than I'd ever done. That that I my thought process was to take that time that I would make to study and research more. So I literally spent thousands of hours after that. On a daily on a daily basis just 10 15 hours a day just researching and looking and finding what people were discovering in the brain and, and learning neuroscience and learning about psychology and all the different things discovered new things that have discovered about psychology and people who've taken nlp to a whole new level and and just started doing that and then i started helping the people around me and if you talk to most therapists they'll say yeah they never work with family or friends that's it's too complicated. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I think most people that are in psychology are kind of whack themselves. They're all kind of, all my professors that were psychology. I mean, it seems like they've all kind of gone into that. They're all whack themselves and trying to figure out themselves. Yeah. And, and people, when I say that, they all kind of chuckle because everyone kind of, yep, that's about right. <laughs> you know, it's very interesting because most people who do get into this uh, do it because they struggle because I struggled myself and, and similar to what they did, I went after it looking, but I went at the right time when there was so much research available. There was so much. I heard one neuroscientist say, if you start reading articles today, you would never get through them all it's because there's so much coming in. There's so much knowledge and psychology has massively changed. I mean, the core concepts of much of psychology's uh, theories and, and methods have been debunked. I mean, really switched around well, and changed. I mean, the honestly, with straight psychology, they it's that it follows the one third. One third do the same. One third get better, and one third get worse. There's no all their numbers are pretty. The thirty three percent, you know, yeah. it's luck of the draw. There. I mean, I yeah, it, that that's a kind of a, a a 
profession that I don't think is really moving <laughs> forward and having better success. Yeah, and if you look at the statistics, it's it's not working. It, it's it really like psychiatrists, all they do is just pharmacology. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I look at what I've done in the last year, and I've helped over 100 people, and I've met with most of them once or twice, and every once in a while a little follow-up here and there. But it's 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 just such a quicker method, and and the the one of the most amazing things is it's it's the basis of how the brain works, and so it's applicable to every psychological situation, every mental struggle there is. The same model applies. So so I can take someone with all the different things, and my focus is the same thing, using their thought processes and their language to get them there so that they start to get on this path of completely different thinking. And so when you walk out this door, it is not gonna look the same. This world and your life and all your past and everything is going to look different to you. It's gonna seem like a different thing and it's gonna have a different value to you. And it, and it does, and it changes our lives. It is amazing. I, I, I am so blessed. I feel so lucky to be in this situation. And I look back at all the suffering and, this, and the difficulty that I went through myself with with my own people close to me and my myself, and I see all that, and that seems kind of horrific. But now I look at it, and I am so grateful that it happened, because it drove me to where I'm at now of being able to help people, and I get to come in every day, and I get to change people's lives in such a miraculous way that it. I I, I ask I I I ask for more trials. I ask for more difficulties in my own thinking and in my own mind and my own perspectives because I value them so much for what they've done for me already. So, so it is. when you, when there's a lot of people that are new to this, they don't know, yeah. they don't know what NAAP is. They don't know all of this stuff. So what does a treatment kind of look like that they could experience when they come in? Like what is it that they would go through or? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and, and actually, it's, uh, as you can imagine, there's quite a, quite a range of severity, right? There's right. quite a range of difficulty level with each person. But the majority of people will go through a simple process. The first time that we meet, it would be what's called a clarity session. And what I'm doing is I'm, uh, the things that I've studied is how to read what people's maps are like in their head currently. So what their life experiences have created and their thought processes and how their subconscious processes and sees this world. And I collect that data and then I help them see at the end of that, it's usually about an hour and a half session, an hour to an hour and a half. And at the end of that session, I, sh I show them or I talk to them about some of the things that I've discovered about their brain and how it's going. And they, they, uh, they always kind of, wow, ha. Huh? You're right. How, how did you know that? <laughs> because the discussion is about things they like to do and things that they, you know, have enjoyed in life and their favorite things and, and things they don't like and, and activities that they try to avoid or try to experience that they and, and why they and it's, a, it's like a it's like a conversation. But the questions are a, a probing type of conversation that really makes their brain kind of go to places it hasn't been very much. A lot of whys. Like, why do you, why, why is this that way? Why does it think? And their brain is kind of like, I don't, I don't really know why. But the thing is, the subconscious does know why. And so I, I help them to kind of relax and, and let 
whatever comes to their mind, that's what their subconscious is trying to say. And so I use that to help discover how I need to, how I need to speak to their subconscious, really, the, their way of thinking. And then we set up a, what's called an intensive session. Usually, not, it depends on the person, but usually we set up what's called an intensive session, which is that sometimes six to even seven or eight hours. So you start out with like an hour and a half to two hour session just to kind of get a base. Yeah. Then you do your next one. And yes. That be and, as long, and that's basically as long as needed. Yeah. And that, and that one is, is determined by what I find in that clarity session. So sometimes it's, a, it's an intensive. Other times it might spread out and, and be different. And it, then if they end up doing like a third or a fourth session, are those usually like a lot shorter just because now you're just kind of fine tuning? Yes. As a matter of fact, I call, them, I call them booster sessions because they get it and there's so much going on in their head. There's, there, there's so many new things happening and their brain is opening up to change and it's, it's just enjoying so much of it. And they go back into life and they start applying and using all this stuff, but there's oftentimes little parts that they kind of get stuck on, but their brain knows there's more. It's like, I know there's more. There's something more that there is to this and I can't remember what it is. And so we do a, a booster session. It's usually about an hour to two hours for a booster session. And they usually just, and that's often two weeks to a month from the first session. And they, that usually is such a booster for them because they also value the data so much more, the information so much more. They're, they're, they've applied and seen it and used it. And, you know, and, it, and it's not like you have to go out and try hard. I'll explain. When I first started doing this, I didn't know it very well. And, but I would just, I wanted to help people. So I would just sit with people that I worked with or friends or neighbors or anybody and just kind of teach what I knew. And, and months later, after I'd spent so much more time studying and learning, I reached back to those people to say, Hey, I really know what I'm doing now. And most of those people had overcome all of the difficulties we talked about. So the, the session isn't to get them to a perfect place. All the little pieces and parts, they don't necessarily remember. So for example, I, 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 I write things on a board. I, as I'm going through and teaching, I'm, I'm handwriting a bunch of uh, things on the board, descriptive things and visualizations and different things that help them based off of their way of thinking. I, I match that up so that they start to take that in. The change still happens in their head. They, 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 they won't go back on that change. Even if they go back into their old environment, they go back to their old stresses and everything, it typically doesn't shift back because I've covered it. It's like, it's like learning one plus one and, and getting to calculus. You learn the one plus one sticks so well by the time you get to calculus. It's just nature. And so I teach a lot more than they really carry with them when they walk out. But when they come back, they go back to those other details and they really bring them in a lot stronger and they just take it to a whole new level. So it, yeah, it's, it's really. So how, awesome. how can people um, work with you? Um, so there's, there's a handful of things going on in my life right now. <laughs> um, I am uh, one of the founders of, of Living Well Project. And we are putting together an app that, that takes part in this process so that everybody can have access to this. Wow. The Living Well Project, I've got some of the most technical, technically capable people that are using technology that is almost unheard of right now to gather the information about people's experience and their personality to, uh, to help them 
to recognize what their activity, and specifically in the beginning, it'll be focused on social media and those kind of things to help them kind of really start to begin that process. So, so that's a, a big part that's going to get the help to everybody um, eventually. So right how now, how do you anticipate that coming out? Um, that will probably be uh, halfway through next year. So, so June, July of 2020. That's, that's what we're hoping for. Okay. And we've been working on it for some time now, but it's, it's, it's coming around. The, the app is called Butterfly. Kind of represents the change that a caterpillar makes to a butterfly and the colors and the fulfillment in life that come from that. And so, so we're hoping that that will launch at least in a, in a, a, a limited area mid next year. Um, right now we're collecting funds, we're collecting donations. And so we're looking for donors and we have quite a, quite a few that are on board. Google has, has uh, committed to $10,000 a month and giving us some of their resources and people to help with the app. Um, and so that's kind of where we're aiming right now. And we're putting together a website for people to make donations. And uh, um, I should have that soon. We'll, we should be able to put that on a link. Um, yeah, so the Living Well Project, we should, we should have a website up that you can go to to donate, to learn more about, to watch a little video on what it does. Um, what is that so, website? Uh, we will have it soon. Oh, I don't have, have it. <laughs> the Living Well Project dot. I think org, but I'm not 100 percent sure yet. We'll we'll, well, get we'll that. put it if we'll get a link and put it in this in the description. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I I ultimately I do not see another a better way to donate your money than helping that helping change mental illness in this country. They will want this just like anyone else. They they all want out of the traps that their mind is putting them in. So we just have a couple of seconds left. So what um for you. If people want to get a hold of you, give us your info, give us your name, website, those things right now. Yeah, so you can see, you can look up the neuroclinic.org backslash NAAP. So that will put you into my page of that website. Okay. Um, and, uh, or you can contact me at 801 722 4936. Your clinic is in Alpine, right? Uh, it's in Highland, actually. Oh, Highland. Or, okay. I'm sorry. It's almost in Highland, but it's Lehigh. Oh, it is Lehigh. Okay. I yeah, knew it was technically in, technically in Lehigh, so just north side of Lehigh. So, Did um, you have a special going on, too, for the audience? Yeah, actually, for, for this audience, so normally for that first clarity session, um, I charge $150, and it'd be $50 off for anybody that mentions this podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for doing that. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate all you guys do. We're trying, and we appreciate people such as yourself that are trying to get the word out that there's other alternatives than just popping pills to get well. And so whether what other venue it is that we all do, we're all trying to help people and give them an opportunity to look outside the box and to get well naturally. So thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, I love your podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, helping to make natural health care the standard, not the alternative. The more knowledge you have empowers you to make changes in your life, and because of this, your life will be elevated. Remember, your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. However, if your healthcare goals are not being met by your current healthcare provider, then take control of your health and please find a doctor who is in harmony with your healthcare goals. If this episode was helpful, and if you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, share and leave a review. Sometimes all it takes to be our best self is just to elevate our learning.